Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Ridge Community Church Podcast. My name is John. I'm one of the pastors on staff at the Ridge, and our vision is to bring the hope of Jesus into every home. So as a piece of that, our goal each week is to bring you something that's hopeful and helpful. So subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening to this episode of the Ridge Community Church Podcast. If you find today's episode hopeful and helpful, then please follow or subscribe and then rate and review so that more people can find the conversation. In today's episode, we're talking about forgiveness. Samantha Weber, she was kind enough to share with me her story of how she learned to forgive someone who had hurt her deeply. And we chat about how this has helped her life, what she's realized about forgiveness. And then we talk about practical things that you can do to forgive someone in your life. This is my conversation with Samantha. Well, hey, Samantha, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. I know that you are a, uh, a food connoisseur, uh, or more particularly with soups. So I have to ask you this question. What's your favorite soup to make? So I have this recipe for a cheeseburger soup. Um, it's very good. Lots of cheese, hamburger, some vegetables. Um, it's so good, in fact, that I actually get people will request me to make it for them sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, Samantha's very long homemade cheeseburger soup. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure you mentioned that with only one particular reason in mind, and you know I'm lactose intolerant, and so you're like, oh, what can I mention that I know John will think about and just like feel a bomb dropping in his stomach? Uh, so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I purposely mentioned that soup just to tease you. Yeah, of course, perfect. that's what I did. Yeah, no, you should actually, you should send me that recipe. I should try to make it. So, and then maybe I can try to eat like a dairy-free cheese um, because those exist out there in the world. Uh, they're not the best, but they are something. There's, there's five kinds of cheeses in it. Ooh, all right. So probably not going to happen. Uh, unless I like take like a bottle of lactase beforehand, but uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, pour the lactase into the bathroom. Yeah. Soup. Well, You're I good. forgive you for mentioning that. Which, what a great segue! Wow, it's almost like I prepared that ahead of time. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, today we're talking about forgiveness. You know, and that's kind of a it's a heavy topic, and it can be a heavy topic. But what we're gonna have is, but it's an important topic, and. Um, so maybe I just start off why I know it's an important topic to you. You've mentioned previously to me that if there is one thing that you felt like you were really passionate about to talk about ever, it would be forgiveness. Um, so why is it a topic that's so important to you? Yeah. So forgiveness is imperative to a person's well-being, like their, their entire being. If you are holding on to not forgiving someone, uh, you're going to become more bitter, more angry, and that bitterness and the anger will spill on to people other than the person who hurt you. And then it's also going to start affecting you. It's going to start affecting you mentally, emotionally, and eventually uh, spiritually and physically, just your whole self when you hang on to um, that bitterness and that anger and that that feeling that you're owed something, just it ruins your health as a whole and uh you know forgiveness is important because i want everyone to feel well and i want everyone to be able to move forward and being the best version of themselves i don't want them to get stuck so 
yeah, you mentioned like getting stuck in the hard thing. What, what happens when you refuse to forgive someone? Maybe you've experienced that or what does that look like? So, yeah, that's a great question. To answer your question, I'm actually going to give you an example from my own life. So the person who hurt me the most that I really had to work on for a long time to forgive was my, was my dad. So after he divorced my mom, he slowly pulled out of our lives. It didn't happen all at once. You know, it was, he used to see us every weekend and then that became every other and that became once a month. And then, you know, I have two siblings. So then it became just four times a year, each kid's birthday and Christmas. And then it became, I'm only taking the birthday kid on their birthday. So then we each only saw him twice a year. Uh, and that uh, sort of ended when I was 16. Did, I, I haven't had a relationship with my dad since then. And this caused me to not only be so hurt personally by my father's absence, but I started to project, project that onto other people. So, you know, you'd see a dad playing with their kid at the park or, you know, even just goofing around with them at the grocery store or something. And you're like, there's a really good dad. Why couldn't my dad be like that? And then I would find this jealousy happening inside of me towards these people that I don't even know, right? Um, like, why do they get that? And I don't have that. Um, or the other thing, I'd see a dad who was not being a good dad, uh, not being there for their kids. And I would project the anger that I felt towards my dad, I would project it onto these other people. And it just becomes this, this cycle of, of pain that then is not limited to the person who caused the pain, right? So it, it can be very damaging to any relationship. So uh, as you know, John, as everybody knows, I'm 39 years old still not married. I've had a lot of failed relationships uh, in my adult life. And looking back on it, some of the relationships that were good, I think failed because in the back of my head, I'm like, well, my relationship with my dad was really good until he left. So mm -hmm. it's only a matter of time and you're going to leave too. So it's, it's that, that bitterness, that anger, that lack of forgiveness that then is projected to other areas of your life and it, and it hurts you and it hurts the people around you. Um, so it, it's a big deal to not work on that forgiveness. Yeah. I mean, one, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I know that's mm -hmm. anytime we have something like that, that we carry with us, it really is like carrying it, you know, it's like a weight on our shoulders where I love that how you say it just affects the other relationships in our lives because we we I think we like to think that each relationship is unique and we treat each person you know based on just our relationship with that person um but unless we like kind of allow ourselves to really think through and work past some of the hurt previously it really does impact the other relationships we'll go into and that's just part of that's ever true for everybody you know that's just part of being a person um how, I mean, how did you get to the place where you began to forgive your dad? Cause I know the, I know the end of your story. Right. And so, uh, how did you get to that place? Yeah. So that was, that was difficult. It started back in college. Um, 
you know, where I just started to pray, like, I, I want to forgive my dad. God help me forgive my dad. And there'd be a lot of crying and a lot of anger and a lot of tears. Um, and, you know, I, I would leave that moment of prayer and I would think, all right, done, forgiven. Hmm. And something would trigger a day or two later and I'd be upset again and I'd be crying again and I'd go back to God and be like, I thought I said I forgave him. Why am I still so angry? And this went on for over a decade, this mm -hmm. repeat pattern of saying to God, I forgive my dad, and then coming back however long later, however long until I was triggered again by some, something that I saw or heard or felt. And I would be so angry with God. I would just be yelling at him, like, why do you not take this away from me? Why is this still an issue? Um, and it was a very painful and very long process, but that repeated acknowledgement of, I, I really do want to forgive him, but also acknowledging, but I don't, hmm. uh, I'm not there yet, yeah. uh, is okay. Like God knows that you're not just going to say the words and then magically overnight, everything's better. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 I still get, I still get triggered sometimes. So like my niece's graduation or when my sister got married a few years ago, I, for, I forgave my dad. Probably it's probably been a good five, six years that I can officially like say like, Oh yeah, there's, there's 100% forgiveness, but I still, I'm still hurt. Like he mm. should be here. He should be here for this moment. Um, and so it, I can still say though, even though I'm, I'm disappointed, I can still say that, that I have found forgiveness and it just, it just takes time and you just you got to stick with it and be honest with God. Like, don't try to hide the fact that you're angry. Hmm. Oh, I know it's going to be okay. I know you got me, God. Like he, he made your emotions. He knows your emotions. He already knows how raving mad or upset you are before you come to him. Um, so just that grasping that concept, like, I mean, there have been times when I've been straight up yelling at God, like just yelling at him. Uh, and I <laughs> live in the middle out. of the country, so nobody hears it, which is great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is great. Um, but it's so important to get real with your emotions. Like God already knows you're not going to offend him. It's important for you to, to truly know how you're feeling. Because if you keep masking it, then you're not even going to understand the depth of your own pain. Hmm. Yeah. And so it sounds like, so what was the point at which you realized, Hey, you know what? I can be honest with God about this and not try to hide it. Cause it sounds like you've learned that from experience to where you previously, you were like, no, God, I'm, I think I'm fine to being like, Hey God, I need to talk to you about something bigger and just kind of letting, in some ways, letting him have it. Um, Cause he can take it. Mm hmm Sounds sounds sacrilegious, right? To yell at God, but I think he's okay with that. Yeah, I think he would rather have uh, you yelling and being angry at him rather than trying to hide how you're really feeling. Because he's like, dude, I know you're not okay. Why, why are you trying to pretend like you're okay when I know you're not? Like, just be real yeah. with me. Um, that that was also a process like at, at first the the first time that i'm like okay god i'm upset with you like okay that was really hard to say okay bye yeah <laughs> In jesus name amen right. 
Um, so it's not necessarily, it's not that I've become more comfortable with it. I just have grasped onto the concept that he already knows hmm. and he wants to hear it anyway. And that makes it easier. Um, it makes it easier to be more open. Kind of like uh, I related to my, my best friend. Uh, so I could be having a bad day and I'm masking it and nobody else, nobody else knows. Like right. you go to church, everyone's like, Hey Sam, how you doing? You look great. Da, da, da. And she will pull me aside and she'll be like, what is wrong? And I'm like, nothing. I'm fine. She's <laughs> like, I know you. Right. And yeah. so if you think of that, but on a much grander level, so then I'm open with her. Right. And I'm like, right. okay, here's what I'm dealing with today. And then she'll be like, let me, let me pray with you. And then I feel better. And God is that on a significantly, like significantly bigger level. So right. if I can be that open and honest with my friend who knows, you can, can see what's going on, but doesn't understand what's going on in my head, yeah. then how much more open should I be with, with this amazing God of the universe who knows every aspect of the hurt and the pain and the joy and the, the things that I want to celebrate. So, yeah, I think it kind of gives you, I mean, it deepens your relationship with God too, right? If you think about a friend who says, while they're clearly angry, no, I'm fine, you know, and almost yells it at you. I'm not angry, right? And you're like, well, okay. That kind of almost creates a barrier where you're like, you're not, you're not being honest with me versus, and then you can tell, you know, versus somebody who's willing to like share. And I see most of the time it, just, it also helps that person kind of, I think you said this really well earlier, helps you realize how you're actually doing and take like an actual stock of where you're at, because without doing that, you're not going to be able to actually move past the thing that you're working on. Um, and I mean, part of that is like what you said, right? You said you've for forgiven your dad, but there's moments in which it still comes up, not in a, I haven't forgiven type of way, but almost like a sadness. Like I wish, I wish this was different, uh, which I think is an important distinction of like, uh, holding a weight over someone or an expectation over someone versus kind of being like, I wish this was different. And I think it's okay to still be in that place uh, because I think you've still relinquished, I'll say the other person's hold over you. Cause I think that's a part of forgiveness is that as much as we hate to say it, I know this has been true in my life. When I refuse to forgive someone, they have a hold over me that they don't even know about um, like a bitterness um, so I'm curious now that the other side, how do you think you've changed because of that? Like, what is that? How has that allowed you to, to be, to feel things like that? Yeah. So like I said, that, that was the biggest, uh, like, so, so forgiveness, I think is like, there's different levels of forgiveness. Like, if you lied to me so you could give me a good surprise birthday party, Never I'm going to forgive you for I'll that. I'll hold it against you, you forever. <laughs> but you better come to my birthday party. You better make it work. Um, a, quite the trip. Uh, and then there's, you know, <laughs> July 23rd. And then there's um, forgiveness on this magnitude with my dad, right? And so because of the fact that I've forgiven in, in what's in my mind such a large way it's easier 
to remember what really matters in other situations. It's easier to extend forgiveness in other situations. Um, so I recently in the last few years had someone who was very close to me who also hurt me in a major way. We won't get into that conversation today. And I'm learning to forgive them a little quicker. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm working on it. But I'm noticing that my anger dissipates quicker. Hmm. And I have not extended that pain and anger and projected it on other people. I have not assumed that somebody else is going to treat me the same way that they did. Like it's that, does that make sense? Like the, the more that I adapt this heart of forgiveness, the less like bitter I am, the less angry I am, the less um, I project those negative feelings onto people, other people. Um, and so it's, re it's really put me in a lot healthier spot. Now I can tell you that this other person I mentioned, I, I haven't fully forgiven them yet. I mm. still think they owe me, especially because it was a financial um, issue. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I, every time it makes me angry, I immediately just go to God with it now. Like I, I know I don't have to wrestle with it on my own and it's, you know, single, like I said, it's single to that person instead of being projected on people who don't deserve me to be angry with them. Yeah. So you mentioned a couple of times, a couple of different strategies you've mentioned, you know, going to God. So I, I'm, uh, just to verbalize a different way, like praying, I think specifically about that, that issue and, um, being real with God about your emotions towards the other person. Is there any other like really practical things somebody could do if they're listening right now and they're like, okay, I have this person that I want to forgive. And, uh, because I, I believe that if I forgive, that'll be in a better place with my own health what steps would you advise them to like start taking maybe things that you did you could even say hey i tried this it didn't work but it's worked for other people yeah i'm glad you asked so the biggest thing that helped me get over uh or helped me to forgive my dad was this concept that i heard uh from pastor mark gave a message on stage one time and was talking about forgiveness and said here's what i want you to do I want you to think about the person who you can't forgive and write down what they owe you. So I literally was like, I need to take this to heart. I went home, I cried a lot and I wrote down a piece of paper, everything my dad owed me. He owed me back my childhood. He owed me back every missed birthday. He owed me back being at my college graduation, my sister's wedding. He owed me an apology. He owed me multiple missed hugs. He owed me all of those moments when I was just like sad and I just needed daddy to like talk to me, talk me through something or to give me advice. He owed me all of these things. I wrote them all down and it was a lot. It was a lot. And then Pastor Mark said, now, now I want you to go and cross off everything that he, that this person cannot physically pay you back for. Mm. And one by one, as the tears are rolling down my face, I'm just crossing off. Like he can't make up for the lost time. He can't come back and fix the years of my childhood that he was pulling himself out of our lives. He mm. can't come back and walk my sister down the aisle right? And 
I get all the way to the end. And the only thing that was left on my list, the only thing my dad is even capable of giving me if he wanted to is an apology. Mm. So that was very eye-opening to know that I was holding these expectations and refusing to forgive my dad for things that even if he was really sorry and wanted to, he can't pay me back for anyway. Hmm. Uh, and then from there, it was easier to take the step of, so the last thing he could give me is an apology. Hmm. And so then it's, and if he never gives you that last thing, are you still gonna be okay? Hmm. And I realized, yeah. You know, all of those experiences or all of the moments that he was absent has helped shape me into the person that I am. Mm. And I, for a lot of years, for, for 38 years, carried around a lot of self-hatred. And I'm at a point now where for the last year, year and a half or so, I've had like just a huge breakthrough in my head. Um, I can, I can officially tell you, I love myself. I love me. And that is a huge step for me. And I'm sorry that I'm getting emotional, but it's important. It's and important. like, if I had to go through all of that, if I had to go through all of that to get to be the amazing person that I am today, then how could I possibly want to change a moment of it? Hmm. And that's the amazing thing about forgiving, forgiving someone on that great of a magnitude is that you can look back and you can see how, yeah, it hurt. And yeah, it was not right, but God still molded me and shaped me into this amazing person who he can use in such powerful ways. And so that has helped tremendously with just the, the forgiving and the healing process. So that's what I would recommend. Write it down. Yeah, that, re really determine what, what it is that they own. There's so much wisdom in that perspective, Samantha. <laughs> that's real. Thanks for sharing that with us. The person that's sitting there and they're thinking, hey, this other person doesn't deserve this or I don't want to forgive because that means for, for whatever reason. You know, you can you can make a list, I'm sure. Um there's a big part of it that forgiveness, I mean, it, it helps you heal. It helps you become a person that uh, can see things in a different light and, and with wisdom and experience and growth. You know, you have this amazing perspective now that I don't think it's possible without being able to forgive your dad. Even though you probably, there's, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, does he deserve your forgiveness? You know, it's, I mean, probably not, but who's to say, probably not. who's, who's to not say, for me to decide. right. Uh, that actually brings up a point. How somebody's sitting there right now and they're thinking that exact thing. Okay. This person that I'm supposed to forgive, they don't deserve it. What, what would you say? It's not just about the other person. My brother and I were talking about this the other day and we were like, dad doesn't even know that we forgive him mm. and, and he may not even care. I mean, we don't know. And it, it matters to a certain extent, especially if you're trying to restore the relationship, 
Um, but I get that. I completely understand. I, I still, if, if you were to ask me right now, do you think your dad deserves your forgiveness? I, I would say no. Mm. Yeah. I, I would say that he does not. But, but I want to because I want to be in a better place. And I know that holding on to that and not forgiving was making me an unkind person, a person I didn't want to be, someone who saw the world in a, in a negative light or particularly saw dads in a negative light. Mm. So it's, it's not just about whether or not the other person deserves your forgiveness. Mm. It's bigger than that. It's where, where is your heart? And, you know, I'm in a place now where even though he doesn't deserve it, I'll tell you straight up, he does not. But if he came and knocked on my door right now and interrupted this, this time with you, John, I, the first thing I would do is hug him. I'd be like, what's up? Let's talk. Mm. Because I'm at a place to accept him back. Yeah. Uh, and and it, I don't know. It's not, it's not cause he deserves it. It's, mm. it's, you know, I also have done things in my life that were terrible to people and in my heart, I know that I didn't mean it that way, you know, and in my heart, I know that, that I, yeah, I don't know that I wouldn't want someone to hold it against me. I wouldn't want someone to hold bitterness against me. I wouldn't want someone to be out there treating people with a little bit of judgment and a little bit of an edge because of something that I did to them. So then how can I not, not extend that way of thinking to other people? Yeah. And I mean, if you look at it from, you know, from a faith perspective as well, um, you know, we talk, we've talked about it quite a bit, but you know, we're, we are forgiven, even though there's, I mean, which one of us deserves to be forgiven by God? You know, we have done things that we can't repay in, in that way. Like you mentioned the list of things that, that we would owe to God, to Jesus, um, to other people. And yet, when we have that knowledge that we're forgiven, um, yeah, has that played a part for you? Has has knowing kind of your faith, right? So you know you're forgiven. You know that mm-hmm. those things that you would owe, they've been crossed off uh, by Jesus through your faith in him. Has that shaped your perspective on this? Oh, that that helps tremendously. Um because, you know, I know things in my own mind that I've done, even, I mean, even things that I've like done intentionally to be mean because I was angry and to know that God has forgiven that is a huge, like there are times when I'm like, how could you possibly forgive me for doing that? That was really terrible of me to do that. But he does. And, and he's like, just, just come to me. I just, I love you that much. Um, yeah, that has, that has played a huge role. And so, you know, with going back to the, the, when I was saying that I finally loved myself. So I know a lot of people are out there are struggling with not loving themselves. And I, I think a good portion of that could stem from there's something in your own life that you're not forgiving yourself for, because you think you don't deserve forgiveness. So to turn that around on, on anyone who's listening, like, again, make a list. What do you think that God could never forgive you for? 
And then I guarantee it, every single thing on that list, you can cross out because he does. He, he loves you that much. You can burn that piece of paper and uh, start the healing process of, of forgiving even yourself. Going to harness the, the student ministry at camp moment where we write things down and, and burn them. Is that? Is that yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You, Every experience has ever, shaped me. Did you, ever do the, so, did you ever do that? Did you ever do that thing where you write down like ah, hit the different things, uh, sins or forgivenesses and then burn them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at, at student camp. Yep, yeah. I figured, yeah, that's a very <laughs> student, student camp thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's where I got it from. Come well, on. well, here's the thing. Yeah, sorry, sorry to call you out on that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, here, here's the thing: is that it's true. You know, it's real, and that's why it's like it can be powerful because it's a symbolic of of how God actually feels for us. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't really quick touch on kind of one principle that I know we've we've talked about previously, uh, and I think it's a misconception people have about forgiveness. Um. There's a difference between forgiveness and uh, I'll call it equal access to your life or restore or like similar relationship or things like that. Could you speak into that for a second? Oh, absolutely. Um, so like I said, if my dad were to come knock on the door right now, I'd give him a hug, right? And I would want to restore our father-daughter relationship. But restoration and forgiveness does not equal uh, being reinserted into the position that they held before, okay? So, and sometimes forgiveness doesn't even mean restoration, okay? Hmm. Somebody hurts you really badly, uh, you work on forgiving them. Forgiving them does not mean that they get to come walking back into your life and hold the same position they held before. It does not mean that you're going to trust them as much as you did before, right? Uh, It does not mean that you're going to share with them or be as open with them as much as you were before. Mm. So for the example of my dad, I hope to get married someday. And if he were to come back in my life and we're working on our relationship over the next two, three years, the position of walking me down the aisle will belong to my mom. Mm. And if my mom's not with us at that time, it'll belong to my brother or my sister because they have been there with me and they helped raise me and shape me into the person that I am. So while I would want my dad to be there, he's not ever going to be fully restored to the position he would have had had he been there all along. Mm. And Maybe that sounds harsh. Uh, I don't mean it to sound that way, but really and truly, like forgiveness does not mean that. Okay, well now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna trust you again. I'm just gonna you know be completely open with you again. Um, that's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness you, does not mean that the person will hold the same position in your life as they used to. Hmm. Almost makes you think of like a like a bank loan. Like, yeah, you you've if you get forgiveness of a loan, the debt is wiped clean, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to give you another loan, right? That just means that the debt is gone. Mm-hmm. I no longer expect to, or I'm requesting to be repaid anything. Um, but once again, mm-hmm. like, I think that's, I think that's really, that's good. I think it's a good distinguisher, especially for those in positions where, you know, the person maybe is an unsafe person in their life. Um, there's countless examples of that. 
and forgiveness has to happen in order for us to have healing, you know, reciprocating as God has asked us to forgive others, but you're not going to give that person who's unsafe access to your life anymore. Uh, nothing mm-hmm. to do with forgiveness. Um, so I think that's a good and important distinction. Yeah. I mean, any, any wrapping up closing thoughts? Yeah, I guess to conclude, I would say that forgiveness is not easy. At no point will I tell you that it's easy. Uh, Like I said, it took me over a decade to finally come to forgiveness with my dad. And and you know what? That's okay. Uh, Like I said earlier, God does not expect you to be like, I need to forgive that person. Boom, done, forgiven. Um, He knows it's a process. You know, the, the time that they spent that they hurt you, was a long time. And so the time that it's going to take you to, to forgive might be a long time. And you know what? It's going to be okay if you have days where you're not okay. It's going to be okay if you have days where you have to take a few steps back and you're not making as much progress on the forgiveness as you had hoped. Like, that's okay. You just remember that it's a process. And I just want to encourage everyone who's listening, just continue to go through the process, even if it's painful and even if you have hard moments, because when you finally break through uh, to the other side of the forgiveness and you start really healing, yeah, it's just a beautiful place to be. And I, I just want everyone to to feel that that peace and that ability to to move forward. It's just it's just a beautiful place to be. Beautifully said for a beautiful place to be. So uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Samantha. Thanks for sharing. There's a lot of wisdom here and I know it's going to be really helpful. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me today. I, I really appreciate it. Well, that was my conversation with Samantha. And I want to highlight two things you spoke about. If you're trying to forgive someone, make a list of what you feel like they owe you and cross off what it would be impossible for them to make up to you. Second, for those of you who do follow Jesus, this is something that Jesus tells us to do. And we can have the strength to do it because he has first forgiven us. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Ridge Podcast. And make sure to subscribe and follow so that you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations.